Welcome to the Muscle Building Mastery Podcast, where guys that want to build muscle come to learn how to do it properly. We understand that there's more to building muscle than mindlessly throwing weights around and chugging mass gainer shakes. We're not interested in quick fixes or anabolic assistance. We're interested in mastering the art, science and skill set required to stack on real muscle and strength. My name's Andy Clements and for the last 12 years I've devoted my life to figuring out how guys like us who don't have amazing genetics, don't have 5 hours a day to spend in the gym and don't want to take steroids as a shortcut can build insane amounts of muscle and strength in weeks and months, not years and decades. This podcast is the result of all the lessons I've learned along the way and it will give you the blueprint to building more muscle in less time. To get you started, head to www.musclebuildingmastery.net to download your free six-week workout plan. Hey, what's going on, you guys? This is Andy Clements from Muscle Building Mastery. Welcome back to the Muscle Building Mastery podcast. And um, I've just got home. Well, I got home a couple of hours ago from training legs. It's uh, a bit of a, uh, a late night one. It's... Um, 9:45 p.m. which is a bit late for me to still be working but we're still we're still at it and I wanted to bring a new podcast episode to you guys um carrying on with this series um on spotlights for specific muscles so um today what I want to talk to you about is um the spotlight on tricep training so we've gone through I think the two we've gone through already were bicep training and pec training. So we're going to continue with kind of the upper body theme and then we'll move on to more lower body muscles. Um, but today we're going to talk about tricep training. Now, uh, the the reason I want to talk about tricep training today is because it's a really sort of popular muscle to train. Um, a lot of people understand the importance of um, building big triceps if they want big looking arms, uh, because tricep the tricep kind of takes up 70% of the arm. Um, and, and, you know, just doing bicep kills all day isn't going to give you really, really big arms. It's going to um, give you a sort of big biceps, but the triceps is going to make what's going to make your arms look, look thick and, and bigger. So, Triceps are an important muscle, but they not many people kind of understand really how to train them. So in this episode, I want to give you some some tips, some uh, key sort of points to focus on when you are training your triceps to give your triceps a big, full, dense look, um, so that your arms look bigger either in a t-shirt or in, a, in any sort of clothes or you know topless, whatever it is, um, so that your arms are sort of bigger and fuller. Okay, so. Um, Triceps and arms in general are kind of a natural strength of mine, right? So I've never needed to, um, I mean, there's plenty of weak areas of mine. This is not a brag, right? You know, <laughs> there's plenty of weak areas of mine, but triceps generally have, have been a bit of a strength of mine historically. So I've never kind of needed to worry too much about it because I've been able to sort of move in a way that's the, that, that they're able to be a strong point. But, you know, I also did spend a lot of years in my early years training arms, you know, because it was like t-shirt training kind of thing. So I had a bit of a head start. Um but when I started working with people one-on-one a couple of years after I started training, I started um, realising that not everybody has a strong point in their arms. Not everybody um, in like is able to build muscle that easily on their arms. Just like I've got weak points elsewhere, like shoulders and lats and stuff like that. Um, other people had weak points on their arms. So I had to really go back to school almost and, and study how to... Um, train the arms, train the triceps in particular, um, in order to build big, um, full arms, right? For very different kinds of body body types. So this is what I learned. Okay. So there's five points I'm going to take you through with the triceps. The f- the the first sort of four are 
are similar to the previous episodes. If you listen to the previous episodes on biceps and on um, chest training, they're similar and we're just going to apply it to the triceps directly. And then the last one's very tricep specific. So the first point is execution. And this is what we spoke about before with the other um, muscle groups. Now execution, what we need to focus on, when I, when I say execution, just to go over this again, when I say execution, I mean technique, I mean form, I mean performing the movements with precision accuracy to actually recruit the muscle fibers in the muscle you're trying to work. All right. Now, to do that, we need to understand the function of the muscle we're trying to work. So we need to understand the function of the tricep. What is the tricep there to 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 do what is the function the tricep has evolved to perform and the function of the tricep the reason we have a tricep on our body is to allow us to extend our elbow to straighten our arm in in layman's terms right so to extend the elbow that is a movement performed solely by the tricep right so as the elbow flexes and, and you curl your arm up, that stretches the tricep. And as the elbow extends and you straighten your arm out, that contracts the tricep. That's it. Okay. So when you are training your tricep in any exercise that you're doing for the tricep, as much as possible, as much as the exercise allows for, lock down and brace everything else in your body. Do not allow any movement of the shoulder. Do not allow any movement of the spine, any movement of the shoulder blades, any movement of the hips or the, the ankles or the knees or anything like that or the neck or anything, right? Don't allow any other movement in your body. Just extend the elbow. That one tip alone will grow your triceps if you're not already doing that. Because if you're not already doing that, you're leaking tension to other areas. Like, again, we spoke about this similar concept in the previous episodes. If you're not locking down your body and you're just sort of swinging around, basically, you're leaking tension from the from the triceps into the shoulders and into the back and into all the different areas that are moving. If you're able to lock down your body and you're just able to purely isolate that one specific joint, the elbow joint, and you're able to extend the elbow joint in isolation to everything else, that means that 100% of the tension that's uh, being placed on your body is going through the triceps. 100% of the work that's being done to push the weight in whatever direction you're pushing it on the exercise is being done by the triceps. There's no other muscle jumping in to help. Now, the, the, the exceptions come in compound lists, which we'll talk about in a bit, but um, for the main, in isolation work, like push downs and things like that, um, you're going to want to lock everything down uh, as much as possible, okay? So it's as simple as that. So that's the execution part. Now, the frequency part is the next thing we want to talk about. So frequency meaning how many times a week can you get in and train the triceps? Now, triceps are a fairly small muscle. They're probably one of the smaller muscles in the body. I would consider triceps um, one of the small in, in the sort of the group of small muscles in the body lumped in with like biceps, side and front delts and rear delts and calves and, and muscles that don't take long to recover because they're reasonably small. Okay, so... Because they're reasonably small, their recovery is a little bit quicker. So you can train them probably every, you know, uh, you could probably train them two to three times a week, I would say, um, in things like tag-on sessions. Um, so what you can do is you can have a dedicated arm day if you want. Um, I would only suggest that to people who are really, really um, trying to prioritize their arms over everything else. Um, but what I would do is I would definitely have like a tag on session on the end of every upper body based session where you do two or three tricep exercises or just, uh, you know, four to six uh, sets of tricep work. 
and um, you know leave it at that. So you, so you're stimulating the triceps, but you're not annihilating them to within an inch of their life, and you're allowing them to recover for the next session. Bear in mind, obviously, with the triceps, you're also going to get some secondary work when you're doing any chest pressing and any shoulder pressing. Um, that obviously isn't going to be enough in isolation to really build the triceps, but it's going to still be uh, some sort of secondary tension going through there as well. So that's frequency. The number three point that I want to raise with tricep training is the strength curve. Okay, so I've talked about the strength curve in the previous episodes. I'm going to lay it out a little bit, just give you an introduction in case you haven't listened to those episodes um, in, uh, for, for what it is. The strength curve is um, essentially what we refer to as um, what's the best way to explain this here? So the, the strength curve is kind of, if you imagine a curve, right? Uh, like a bell curve, right? That goes like a, almost like a, the, the position of a rainbow. At either end of the curve, that's where your muscle is weak. So the strength curve represents the, the strength curve of a certain muscle. So let's say the triceps. So at either end of that curve, the curve that kind of looks like a rainbow, um, you are weak. In the middle, you are strong, where the, where the curve is at the top, Okay. So that's that's the basic premise of a strength curve. Now, at either end where you're weak, one end represents where your f- your muscle is fully contracted, fully um, just you know uh, completely contracted and, and and as shortened as it can possibly be, and the other end represents where your muscle is fully lengthened. It's fully stretched out. It's as stretched as it can possibly be. And the middle represents the sweet spot between those two points. Okay, the middle represents uh, the the point where you're strongest because you're neither fully contracted nor fully lengthened. You're kind of in the middle of those two points. It's called the mid range. All right. So that's just a cut and recap what a strength curve is. Now, the thing about a strength curve is you are all your your best opportunity to grow is to work where you are weak. Okay. So at either end of that strength curve, you're able to. Uh, um, put your body, put your triceps specifically, sorry, into a either fully shortened position or a fully lengthened position. When you get into a fully shortened or fully lengthened position, that's your best opportunity for growth because you can strengthen the areas that are weakest. If you're like with any muscle, if you're just working solely where you're strong in the mid range, then you will you can grow, and especially on triceps, because we're going to talk about the the uh, uh, point number five. We're going to talk about why, but um, you can still grow if you're just working where you, where you're in the mid range. But it's going to take you a little bit longer, and it's going to be a really good opportunity for you to work where you're weak by getting right into that shortened position and right into that lengthened position. So I would definitely do things like. Um, tricep pushdowns and, and modified tricep pushdowns, you know, where your chest supported on a bench, and you've got two ropes and you're pulling right, right down by either side of your um, hips. And there's an example of that that I posted recently on my Instagram that you can go and look on the sort of supported pushdown front. Um, so if you follow um, Andy Clements 01 on Instagram, A N D Y C L E M E N T S 01. Um, then you can see an example of how to get your triceps fully shortened that I posted recently. Um, And uh, a fully lengthened position is, again, another important position for you to get your triceps into. And that would be something that's like your arms are overhead, um, you're fully 
flexing the elbow joints and you're getting a full stretch in the triceps. So something like a cable extension overhead or a dumbbell extension overhead or something like that. The mid-range in between those two points, again, it is important still to work there, but I would definitely prioritize the places where you're weak first. But it still is important to get some exercise in in the mid-range where you're strongest. Um, and they would be things for the triceps, they would be things like uh, tricep dips, uh, close grip bench presses and things like that, or, you know, uh, working in the close grip bench on the machine, on the Smith machine or something like that. Um, or even a, a tricep push-up kind of thing, that would be uh, another sort of acceptable mid-range exercise, okay? So... Point four and five are kind of both interrelated. So point four is load. So progression on weights for every single muscle is vital, okay? Progressive overload is still and always will be um, the underpinning principle to all muscle growth, right? So if you are not progressing your weights, regardless of if it's a um, a fully contracted or lengthened or mid-range exercise on the strength curve, over time, you still want to be seeing more tension going through the muscle than you than you did previously. And in order to get more tension going through the muscle than you did previously, you're going to have to increase the load. Okay, so you're going to have to get stronger over time. Now, that the, the caveat to that is to not let your execution, which is point number one, slip from the the sort of precision accuracy point you've got it to already. Um, you don't want to let that slip. You want to make sure that that's all standardized, the form and the techniques all standardized, and you're just slowly building the weights up over time. Now, you can start building the, the reps up as well. You know, if you if you come in and you get, you know, seven reps on exercise, and then you come in the next week and you get eight reps on that same exercise with that same weight, with the same execution and form, then that's progression, right? Um, just the same as if you do 60 kilos on an exercise and you come in and you do 65 kilos, that's still a progression. So, you know, there's more than one way to progress, but you definitely want to make sure that there's an element of progression in there and progressive overload in there. Now leading on from that, the fifth and final point I want to make on tricep training spotlight uh, episode is that the triceps specifically are 70, 70% fast twitch muscle fibers. Now fast twitch muscle fibers are the biggest um, muscle fibers that you get. There's three different types of muscle fibers, and the fast twitch ones are the biggest, uh, the biggest and thickest muscle fibers that you can get. Okay, um, and they respond to a heavier stimulus. Okay, so the fast twitch dominant people that you might look at um, are people like your sprinters. So if you look at a picture of Usain Bolt, although he might not be big on the the weight training very much because he's a sprinter, he's, he's more on the explosive um, athletic stuff. You know, might might train with weights. I don't know, but you can tell he's got a muscular physique because he's fast twitch muscle fiber dominant. All his stuff is explosive. He's training for a short amount of time. Okay. Whereas if you look like some somebody like Mo Farah or a marathon runner. Um, you know that they aren't necessarily very muscular you can still see their muscles but they're very much smaller they're a lot smaller because the muscular development is in the slow twitch muscle fibers okay so the fast twitch muscle fibers are always a little bit more uh, um, sort of bulky and, a, and, 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 and more beneficial to grow and the triceps are, are predominantly are built up of these fast twitch muscle fibers so we can take advantage of this right we can load the um, triceps and really take advantage of this fast twitch dominant makeup that the triceps have so 
hitting all of the strength curve areas like we said before and strengthening all of the strength curve areas, especially the, the contracted and the lengthened areas, is important. But you can't grow really big triceps unless you're doing really big movements because they're the ones that you load, you put the load through the triceps, right? So making sure that you're having some sort of dip movement in there or some sort of close grip bench movement in there where you can actually put load through the triceps, keeping your elbows tucked in and putting load through the triceps and progressing that way over time. Um, that's the best way that I know to grow triceps, honest to God. Like when I started doing that, like the strength curve stuff really helped. It helped start bulking my triceps out and, and, and growing. But when I started adding load to my um to, to my triceps on big exercises like dips and um, close grip bench presses and even weighted tricep push-ups, like I went through a phase of doing like weighted tricep push-ups with plates in between my shoulder blades. I need a partner to sort of lift them on and off. But, you know, it's just stuff like that where you can put lots of load through the triceps in a safe and controlled manner. Um, that is one of the best ways that I know to grow your triceps in the shortest time possible naturally. So, um, yeah, that kind of sums up the the tricep um, episode nicely, I think. So you've got your execution frequency, strength curve load, and the fact that um, triceps are fast, predominantly fast twitch muscle fibers. So another point on load there as well um, will really help you to grow your triceps and fill out your arms a lot in probably a shorter time than you thought possible. Um, so I hope that was useful, guys. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, leave me a review on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts or whatever you listen to this on. Let me know what you think. Um, I really appreciate uh, everybody who leaves me a review. Um, and it means a lot to me. And, and let me know if there's anything you want me to cover specifically in these episodes. And don't forget to check out my video course, Training Mastery, where I go through the art and the science of training in very specific detail. And I teach you, um, whether you're a beginner or you're slightly more advanced, how to get the most out of your training, how to clear up the confusion in the gym and how to get the most out of your training. So you can head to um, musclebuildingmastery.net forward slash training mastery and you can um, check out training mastery there and let me know what you think. Um, so I hope that was useful for you guys and I will speak to you next time on the Muscle Building Mastery podcast. If you're ready to stop wasting time in the gym and start mastering the skill of muscle building, go check out www.musclebuildingmastery.net to download your free six-week muscle building workout plan. I have specifically formulated this workout plan to take you through the three stages of mastering your body, layering on a more advanced training methodology each week as you progress. That means that regardless of where you are with your training right now, this plan will push you forward and help you stack on more muscle and strength in just six weeks. So head to www.musclebuildingmastery.net now to grab your free six-week workout plan.